Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Behind the Scenes It's a Drama podcast. Today I'm talking with my daughter Tessa. She's been on the the show a couple of times and we talk about her reaction to us going to Europe for six months. We talk about her working, about the money she's earning and then right at the end, it's always the way when you do a podcast, right at the end she gets into some really, really good stuff about... Uh, being a teenager in New Zealand, emotions and something that really shook her and changed her perspective on something, something that happened to her at a local drama class just a couple of weeks ago. So just wanted to tell you that because, yeah, it's one. It's, this is one of those podcasts where I was recording it and it was kind of like, you know, when you're just about to get to something really good and you're thinking, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And it was just right at the end. So hang on in there and just have a listen to what she has to say about the, um, yeah, being a, being a teenager, a young adult in, in, in this day and age, without sounding like an old fogey when I say that. So thanks again for listening and enjoy this lovely chat between me and my daughter, Tess. Hello. Ah, here we are then. <laughs> Get your feet out. Stop banging your feet into me. Right. Been waiting for this moment to get you back <laughs> on and... Uh, Sounded a bit odd. Back on and <laughs> just talk to you about us going away and yeah, just catch up with you because you are such a popular guest. <laughs> everyone, uh, everyone just loves hearing what you've got to say, <laughs> especially me. So yeah, so we just wanted to chat with you. I wanted to chat with you about because there's no one else here, obviously, um, about just going away and how you feel about us abandoning you <laughs> no you know just oh just chatting about how you feel about traveling away on your own meeting us in Greece so for people who haven't who were just tuning in for the first time me and Brian are off to Greece for six months Sonny and Tess are going to meet us after a month in Greece they're going to come fly to Athens and meet us spend a, a month in Greece with us um Tessa is also traveling with her boyfriend Finlay and then they're going to go fly to England, spend a couple of weeks in England and then fly back to New Zealand to stay with my mum, their grandma. And we'll return back four months later. Mm. So how do you feel? Um, well, I mean, the first thought that comes to mind is like I'm getting away from work. That's like the biggest thing. It's like a holiday, I guess. Um, yeah, big holiday. Yeah, I mean, it's the first holiday that I've actually had to pay for as well. <laughs> so, like, it's, um, I've been learning a lot of stuff, like how to prepare and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a little bit scary, I guess, like going on my own, mm. even though I mean, I'm going to be with my brother and my boyfriend, but like, still, it's going to be very, I don't know, it's going to feel very strange being just just us um but I am very excited to leave I guess you know and and um because leave I've, New Zealand yeah I mean I love New Zealand New Zealand's great you know but I feel like you appreciate stuff more when you have a break from it mm. 
Um, because I've just been feeling a little bit, you know, uh, work is getting just, oh, you know, I don't know. It's it's drowning me a little bit, I guess. What is work? Work, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's not only like the actual work itself. It's having to worry about hours at the moment, you know, because of COVID and. Of course, I have to save up a certain amount of money and I'm not reaching my goal for my hours at the um, end of the week because of COVID. Can we just just rewind and just tell me where you work and how many hours you work and how much you get an hour? Let's just start with that and then I'll move on to how much you've allowed for your trip to Greece. So where yeah. Do you, yeah, well, tell me about where you work and how much dosh you bring home each week. <laughs> Yeah, I um very proudly can say that I work at the Deluxe Diner in New Plymouth, which is... Hey, why are you being like that? <laughs> I don't like it there. What, why? Well, I don't want to work in a diner. No, you no. you're working there to save up money to go travelling. What's wrong with that? Um, Because, I don't know, it's just not the most enjoyable job in the world. Is that because it's hospitality? Is that because of the restaurant? Or yeah, is it I guess because... so. It's, um, I don't know. It's like, it's a 1950s style American diner. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's fun at times. The staff do make it fun. I also work with my boyfriend. He's, um, he works there. So, it, you know, it, it can be fun. But again, like, it's not what I want to do, but it's getting me my money. And I make $21.50 an hour, um, which my pay- my paycheck has just gone up because minimum wage went up. So I was on $20 an hour. Yeah. New um, Zealand dollars, isn't it? New yeah. Zealand dollars. Yeah. And so at the moment, I'm getting 28, 28 and a half hours right. compared to like 36 hours, what I used to do. Um, so how much do you earn a week? How much is that about a week? After tax, it's about five hundred and fifteen. That's pretty good. Mm, yeah, but then four hundred of that goes into a saving account. Yeah, well done. Um, yeah, uh, and I have one hundred and fifteen to spend through the week, which seems like a lot. But then you have to think about fuel prices, which takes out one hundred dollars of that. So how much you spend on petrol a week, $100? Mm-hmm. That's because we live how many th- uh, 15 kilometres from town. So you're doing 30 kilometres every day that you work, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I that's my choice. I do drive into town um, almost every day. Um, and, yeah, so it, it's expensive at the moment for fuel. So that would leave me with $15 spending money mm-hmm. in the week, which I just don't. I use, I spend a lot more than that, and that causes me to bring money out of my savings account. What do you spend it on? Food. <laughs> what do you mean, just like getting coffee and? Yeah, well, I mean, I I'm out almost every single evening, mm. and when I'm in, me and Finn do make dinner sometimes. Yeah, and we have to buy the dinner, and you know, it's always um, buying food. So when you do get like free meals or like leftovers, it's great. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's my choice. It's not like I'm, I'm not complaining, but it's a habit that I'm, I should get out of. It's just buying food, but I do love food. Mm, yeah. So it's difficult. And it's a, it's a social thing as well, isn't it? Just mm-hmm. to say that you have got meals, 
most nights at home waiting for you, haven't you? We do. No, there's nothing in the fridge. I'm starving. <laughs> God, people are going to think, what, what, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, of course. I, yeah, I have meals. Um, but it's I get in at like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to mm. eat. I'm going to go. I'm too tired. I should just go to bed. I've got to be up again in the morning. So you tend to think, oh, I'll just, you know. How old are you? I'm 17. Yeah. 18 in June. 18 in two months. Oh. Yeah. I just want to say as well that this trip to Greece, so when Brian booked it, we'll have talked about this before on previous podcasts, but when Brian booked it, he said, we'll fly the kids out to Athens, to you know, to Greece for a month for their 18th and 21st birthday. So the deal was that we paid for the kids' flights, Sonny and Tessa's flights, to Athens and back. Mm-hmm. And that is all we've paid for. So mm-hmm. you have had to pay for your all your accommodation and your ferry over to Paros. And what else have you paid for? Um, you sp- are you spending money? I'm going to be paying for my insurance. I'm also going to be paying for my phone plan. Yes. Um, yeah. And how much how much is that that we've said that you're going to need? Because you're going for how long are you going for? So I'm going for two months, pretty much. So I'm going to need about $400 for my phone plan. Mm-hmm. And possibly three hundred dollars for insurance, travel insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which will come up to eight hundred dollars. Um, I think if I just did the math right. Yep. Uh, seven hundred. Seven hundred. There we go. Um, yeah. And then, how much spending money have you allowed to have two months in Europe? Sort of. I, I don't know how it's going to go, but I guess a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, we said about a hundred, didn't mm. we? Yeah. It's your accommodation that you've got in Paros. It's only like $40 a day. So we said, okay, 60 New Zealand dollars a day to spend it, which isn't a lot, but to be honest, you know. So I think we we said about five or 6,000 that you would need New Zealand dollars to go on this trip, wasn't it? See, so at the moment I have almost six and a half grand. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to need about seven and a half to eight grand. Why? Um, because now that I have to pay for travel insurance and a phone plan that's put the cost up. So I'm going to need to save up a little bit more. Right. But it's okay because I'm almost there and that will get by the end of like the by the time I have to go away that will hopefully be in my account. Hmm. I'm hoping. Um so yeah, I mean other than the cost because that's the main thing I think that's oh and also fear of flying yes I do have a big fear yeah. of flying which we're is we're going to talk about that in a minute we're going to talk about in a minute I just want to talk about I knew this would happen with you because you always say something and I think oh my god forget my list of silly questions I don't want to ask her that I want to talk about this so what has it been, what's it been like working in hospitality in New Zealand with all this COVID um, vaccine pass and everything like that going on and now they've got rid of it. And how does it feel? Just tell me about that. It's like asking someone every time a stranger walks in the door. Like it's asking them something, the most personal thing. Um, even though it doesn't sound that bad, asking someone, hey, can I see your vaccine pass as soon as they walk in the door? Um, but it's the way that people react. Um, it's like how dare you how dare you ask me for this you know i can't believe people act like that when they're coming into a restaurant i mean i know new zealanders got rid of all that now but Mm -hmm. it took quite a toll on you didn't it and and everyone who else is working in hospitality that has to ask for this you know for the vaccine pass it took quite a toll didn't it Mm, i mean it's been going for like five 
four, four, five months now. Yeah, I don't know. It's been going a while, hasn't it's it? It's been a, yeah, been a long time. So yeah. I, 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 I'm used to it. But in the beginning, I got a lot of hate. Um, Did you? From Pete? Yeah, yeah. Like what? You know, how dare you ask me this? Did anyone you know? actually ever say that to you? How dare you ask Hell me? Hell yeah. Did they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, they did. You know, these, they would say, you're wrong. This isn't it. This isn't it. You know, this is that. And as a hospitality worker, we are probably, the other than the health workers, the first to know the rules on vaccine passes and letting people in to, I don't know, facility. Um and so they 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 question you. They're like, oh, how do you, how how do you know this? Like, this isn't true, you know. Um, Can I just ask how old are these people? Are they kids or are they adults? Or I don't mean they are specific age. I just, all adults. They're always adults. It's never been no anyone my age. Right. So when you say adults, are you talking like in their thirties? Or talk, I just want to know, get a general idea. Are I'd they s- older? Are they in their fifties, sixties? What? Thirty onwards. Thirty onwards. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go looking for them later. Oh, you know, you instantly know, you know, I don't want to be mean or anything, but as soon as a certain kind of person walks in the door, you know, right, this this person's going to put up a fight, you know, you just instantly know. And that puts stress on you, doesn't it, as a worker, you know, just to... Well, you know, it's just, it's something that we were made to do, Mm. that we didn't get paid extra to do. And it's not something we signed up for, you know, uh... It was just kind of something we had to, you know, take on board, like every other thing, adding something new to a menu. You Mm -hmm. have to deal with it and adapt. But this was something that was just, there was two parties. There were the vaccinated and then there were the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. And it became like a, I don't know, like a barrier had been put between the two people. And I was at work the other day and there was a note left on the table. Keeping in mind, we've lifted all the mandates now. It's not, you know, no one has to show their vaccine pass. Um, And someone left a note on the table and they said, hey, you know, we know you supported us unvaccinated through all the the war that was going on and stuff. Like, you know, we want to thank you. um, And then like dash the unvaccinated. Right. And it was like, I just, I just threw it away instantly. Like it was, it was stuck up on the shelf Someone had obviously put it there and I just scrunched mm. it out and I threw it away mm. because I don't want to be reminded of that there's two sides. Yeah. There aren't, you know, it's no. literally just a vaccination. Weird times. It is weird, you know, and I'm, I do want to be open minded to people's choices. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. They treat you like you're the person that made up the rule and it's mm. not. How has it been? Because I know you came in from work the other night and you said, I think it was April the 4th, they got rid of the mandates, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, it feels so different. Tell me about that. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like um, the funny thing is, is that when you do have to ask people for their vaccine pass, you can actually monitor the amount of people coming in a lot easier, mm. you know, so they don't just walking in and walking to a table. Um. But now when they walk in, you almost go to say it and you're like, oh, no, I don't have to do that. And it's just nice. You know, you just feel like you're welcoming everyone. Mm. And it is just making my job so much easier and less, I feel like less confronting towards Mm. people. I always felt like I was confronting someone and, you know, I just didn't like it. Yeah. Putting up a Mm. a barrier, like you say, but immediately the minute you go in. Yeah. 
the amount of arguments I've had with people as well, you mm. know, having to tell them this is the law. Mm. I'm not going to break the law. Just let it slide, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know you. No. <laughs> I'm so glad that they've got rid of that now. And, mm. um, you know, hopefully that will make because when you said earlier that you, you feel like what did you what your words were, you feeling like it's weighing you all down. Yeah, I feel I'm just, you know, it's above me a little bit at the moment. Just, I don't know, drowning in it. That's a bit dramatic, but, <laughs> but you know, it's fine. Like There's worse jobs out there mm. and it's a choice. And I always remind myself that it is a choice at the end of the day. Um, but I like to think of it in a way like, I don't know, I'm, I'm earning money to get, to put myself forward, you know, definitely in life. Um, cause I have goals, you yeah. know, I don't want to be there this time next year, you know, Yeah. not at all. Um, yeah. So as long as you have your goals in mind, I suppose nothing's really as bad as it seems because no, you're working towards your goals hmm. someone i read somewhere the other day that su- the definition definition of success is when you're working towards a goal and i really love that actually do you know I, what i love even better the definition of success is when you're able to take a leisurely breakfast <laughs> yeah. and i just thought yes <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. let's not start till 12 oh <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh tessie um yeah, so here you are, and I, I have to keep telling you this. At the end of the day, you, 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 you're working really, really hard to save this money that you're going to save and you're going to go to Greece on your holidays and you're going to know that you've paid for all that yourself and it's going to be such a, 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 what's the word, not reward, is it reward? Like, just you're going to feel proud of yourself, you mm. know, because you've you've got yourself there and you've all that hard work is worth it. It's just... Mm. It is, yeah, it is. It's just do not you feel f- a bit resentful for people who've got like really rich parents and they're like, oh, I'll pay for everything. What would you do if I said to you, Tess, what would you, okay, listen, what would you do if I said to you now, right, Tess, you can keep that $5,000, keep it, I'm paying for everything. All right. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't there be any hesitation? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you had the money to do that, then sure. You know, if if we were millionaires, there wouldn't be a problem, would there? But, you know, we're all working. You know, people tend to think like, oh, I don't know. I was, when I was a kid, I always thought like, oh, my parents, my parents are rich. You know, they're millionaires. They can, they can pay for anything, you know, because they did. And you, you have to pay for your kids when they're kids. And so you tend to think, oh, they can buy this, they can buy that. Um, but when you get older, you start to realize all the hard work that actually goes into a single dollar, you know? Mm-hmm. So true. Mm, but not is. everyone has that. Um, because not everyone is exposed to it, mm. I suppose. Um, yeah. I mean, when we went traveling around the world, you saw every single dollar yeah. that was being spent, didn't you? And you know? because you work at home as well, I see how much work you do. Mm. Um, I suppose if you went and drove off every day and worked in an office, I would never be able to see the amount of work that you're doing. You know, mm. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with working in an office. But I think being a teenager and seeing my mum and dad working from home, you get to see a little bit more of the work that goes in I suppose mm. um so yeah I mean I am mindful of I don't know hard work of course um 
but I don't like accepting money off people. You don't, do you? No. You never have. No. I, um, yeah, I just, I don't like that kind of thing. Not when it's not needed. Mm. But mm. you've got to know as well, just to, just so you know, and I've told you this lots of times, if you need if you need to lend some money, you can lend some money. It's just like if we if you yeah. need us to pay for your travel insurance, that's you know <laughs> that that we're going to do that. You know, it's just you know. But I don't want you to be completely inutterly. I don't I don't want to see you. There's a difference between being independent and striving, and then just getting completely stressed and worried about it. It's yeah, you know yeah. You're doing a good job. Mm. You're doing a good job. Yeah, I'm. I mean. It's not easy and people have got to accept that there is mm. going to be stress mm. and there is going to be anxiety because if there wasn't, then you're not learning anything. Mm. And that doesn't mean you only learn from bad things, but it, I don't know. I think learning what you don't like helps you learn what you do. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, working in, in this diner, is making me realize that I don't want to work in a diner, well, there you go. and yeah. I want to work for myself. You yeah, know? that's such that's that's just yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a lesson because it, it it is it's all a lesson. Um, so I can't complain really, but it's just being patient mm. with yourself and not trying to race ahead and beat yourself up because you're not doing this and you're not doing that. But like you've got to understand what you are doing to get to that place mm. you know it's like yeah do you think there's a lot of oh god we're really going off topic now but this is much Greece. more interesting <laughs> yeah no just forget about Greece um do you think there's a lot of um competition between so we were having dinner with someone the other day and um you know they're doing something at university and and there was a feeling around the table as if like okay well they're doing really well at university and we're not I'm not doing that I'm working at a diner I don't want to you know say but do you think there's there is a feeling amongst I don't even I don't even know if it's young people but yeah your age group where it's like who's doing the most and who's doing the best god yeah definitely um I don't think so much with someone going to university and someone having a job because both those are completely different things. But um, I have experienced a lot of competition from other people in my life, um, especially about education. Mm. And I, I think... I wouldn't say as much between the younger people, but I find that the parents actually are the competitive ones mm. um, because young people are young people and they only worry about themselves half the time. So if they're going somewhere that they want to go, they're not going to resent someone else for that. You know what I mean? Mm. You're not going to make someone else feel bad. But I feel like the parents the ones half the time who are paying for the university fees mm. have that competition between other kids mm. and parents. That's what I find. Um, I don't know. It, it's an unnecessary competition because it's just university. Mm. It's literally just expensive school all over again. Mm -hmm. Twice the price. I liked what I was listening to a podcaster the other day and they said 
it just reminded me of what you just said. They just said that his daughter wanted to go. To, he's an entrepreneur, like famous guy that lives in New York and does all this business stuff. And he doesn't want his girls to go to university. He wants them to just go and into the world and make money. And she's like, no, dad, I want to go to university. And he said, OK, well, look, I'll get, make you a deal. I'll pay for you to go to university as long as within the first year, you can give me 30 things that you never, ever, ever want to do in your life again. <laughs> you know, you can go to university to find out what you don't want to do. And, and yeah. you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with university, but I just thought that was a really good, it just reminded me then when you were saying about, um, you know, working in the diner is what you don't want to do. And it's like that they're important lessons, aren't they? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how are you going to be? This is your first time flying. You're terrified of flying. Um, and Absolutely terrified. Um, it's I've flown on many, many planes. You have. Um, and the funny thing is, is that my fear actually got worse. It worsened over the course of being on a year around the world trip, mm. which is funny. But <laughs> I don't know. I just... Something about being in a situation that I can't control scares me, which is bad. It is really bad, but I don't know. I think it's just a mix of everything, really. Not being able to see where I'm going, being on a plane with loads of people all breathing in the same air. There's the fear of getting sick. There's the fear of crashing. There's the fear of being tired when you get off. It, it's just a bit of everything leaving somewhere. Mm. Because half the time when I was leaving somewhere that I actually really wanted to leave, I was like, yes, I'm so glad I'm on this plane. But sometimes... Like where? Where were you leaving that you thought that? <laughs> India, maybe. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I love India, but I was excited to get into, get me out a, of here. <laughs> into a comfortable bed and actually eat some food that I can stomach, <laughs> you know, um, not just spice. But yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Just as long as I have a window seat. <laughs> How do you feel about not seeing us for five months, four or five months? Um, I don't know. Because I, 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 you I know suppose, how I feel. I know how you feel. I suppose if I wasn't going away, it would be weird. Um, Like if I was just staying here the whole time you were going, it would feel like, ugh. But it won't feel as bad because I'm going to be leaving too. Yeah. So I won't have to half the time I need my family around me or when things at home are getting stressful. And by home I mean like my just my life yeah. at in New Zealand. But if I'm not in New Zealand then I won't have to worry about being stressed <laughs> and you know having problems. So I won't feel the need to rely on you as much. I guess. And mm. I'll be perfectly fine, I think. I've we've got FaceTime, you yeah. know, there's phones yeah. nowadays. It's really really easy to stay in touch with someone yeah. if they're far away um so yeah i i think i'll be fine i say that i might not no but you will you will mm. and also i don't think you rely on me as much as as you think you do i no. just you know i mean i have quite an ind independent life at the moment yeah. as it is but yeah i think it'll be fine what are you excited about the most <laughs> i mean i guess just not doing anything <laughs> i've got a very busy life at the moment like I, I don't know i just always seem to be doing something and when i'm relaxing i feel like i shouldn't be so that's annoying but i feel like if i have no excuse you know what i mean yeah like nothing else to do like you're on a greek island yeah, there's no way that you exactly. can do anything 
I'm not going to go in. What else are you doing other than your job? So you work how many hours a week? No, 28 and a half. Right, so what else do you do? I do um, dance, dance acting, sort of like a triple threat. And a triple threat is dancing, acting and singing. It's what it's called in drama term, drama language. Um, Yeah, so I'm doing... uh, Two and a half, two, two and a half hour classes in the week and a six hour class on Saturday. I yeah. think that's right. Five hours, six hours. Yeah. Yes. Um, six hours. <laughs> yeah. So th- th- that's great because I'm not just working, 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 nothing else. I'm doing something I enjoy in between. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's great. I, and I'm, I am going to miss that. But... I'm going to, that's still going to be with me, you know, it is, it always will be because I can dance like an idiot on a beach, Mm -hmm. you know, it's fine. I can try, do Mm. my turns. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I'm just looking forward to, I don't know, just relaxing. And you're auditioning for your show, aren't you? You're auditioning for a show at the moment. So that starts when you, it's, it's the rehearsals start as soon as you come back into New Zealand. Is that right? Uh, sort of, yeah. They do start in the beginning of J- July mm-hmm. and I'll be back around the 21st of July. Mm. But I'll only miss, th- one, three weeks. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll be fine. Mm. It'll be okay. And I'll be kept in the loop over social media and stuff. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know until I'm actually going to be there. It's so hard to, because I haven't traveled in such a long time. You know, the last time I did was on a three-day camping trip and that was... <laughs> that was bliss you yeah, know I loved that yeah. and so two months away it's, it's going to be it's going to be strange what's the feel what's the um, the, the, the the feel of, in, about travel in your age because I mean in normal circumstances your age group now would mm. be shooting off and doing OEs and all the rest of it I know a friend of yours was going to was set to go to Greece to work on a summer camp and they're not anymore and mm. what what what's the feel about travelling for young people travelling in New Zealand it's just not a thing at the moment because no. of covid yeah it's unheard of it literally is it's like you tell someone i'm going to Greece and they kind of laugh as if like <laughs> like next year two years three years when mm. i'm like mm, two months <laughs> mm. and i think it's getting better. It really is. It is getting better. But I, I got to be honest with you, I don't know anyone that's traveling at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, literally no one. So John next door's going to Europe. <laughs> yeah, he is. I thought this was people about my age. Yeah, no, yeah but I'm just <laughs> saying it's just, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't want to say older, but like, yeah, older people. I don't know what's the what's the correct word. It's just to what to use for a fifty-year-old. Well, maybe just mature. Um, I don't know, but mature teenager, <laughs> <laughs> young adult, young adult. There you adult. go. Adult. Let's just say adult. <laughs> yeah, adults. Adults. Yeah, they they know they're going traveling all the time, and like I don't know, people in New Zealand. I'm not too sure, but when I look on social media and I see like all these celebrities, they're going everywhere. Mm. You know, they're always traveling. So I'm not traveling just to be like everyone else, just so I can be like, oh, I'm doing this as well. I'm just doing it because it's fun. Yeah. And I've always wanted to do it's it. It's your birthday present. Yeah. Big birthday present. Yeah. It is a big birthday present. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I was thinking about it and I was breaking down the costs and I thought, 
because I think your f- returned flight was three thousand New Zealand dollars, mm. which that is a lot of money. And then your spending money is, let's say, with your accommodation and things like that. Let's just say six. This is for two months, bearing in mind. So six, seven, eight, nine thousand New Zealand dollars for two months. So you know that that's that, I don't think that's bad. You know, I mean, it's still a lot of money, but it's not like I think people think. You're going away to Greece for two months. You're flying over to and you're going away to Europe for two months. You're, that's going to cost at least 20. Like, I, if I didn't know, I'd think, oh, I don't know, 20 grand. If someone said, how much do you think to go to Greece for two months? I'd think, well, I don't know, 20 grand. I would. Mm. So the, the, I'm not saying that it's like, of course, it's still a lot of money, but it's not like undoable. It's not like I mean, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking of you and your friends in the future, if you think, okay, I'm going to go traveling around Thailand. Oh, I'm going to go to Asia. I'm going to go to Europe. Mm. It's not, you can do it for quite a good amount of money. You know, for, it's, it's possible to do it for $10,000, let's say, if you saved up. How long has it taken you to save up $5,000 that you've got? God, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's mm. It's been gradual because there was a point where I wasn't putting money in my account and I was just sort of, I just had one big account and so that was difficult but for the, at the moment I've been doing the savings account for about two months now mm-hmm. and it's say I've made about oof, I don't know four grand yeah in two months in two months that's fantastic two or three months yeah, yeah I suppose that's absolutely fantastic on twenty dollars an hour yeah it's difficult mm. <laughs> um yeah so yeah, it's doable. It's yeah. definitely doable. Okay. Oh, I just, <laughs> I know I don't want to let you go. I just want to keep chatting with you, but we've been going for 32 minutes and you said, oh, I can do 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really on topic of No, it travel. wasn't. But no, it was. It was, I've written down in my notes, how do you feel about traveling alone? What are you excited about? So we've talked about that. <laughs> what about your plans when you return? I mean, I never like asking people this because I can't stand it when, but you say about your goals. What are your goals? Definitely, um... My goals at the moment are doing stuff that challenges me in the arts, definitely. Stuff I enjoy, but something that challenges me. Mm. Um, because I will get through it if I enjoy it. But if I if, if I don't like something, I don't know. There's ugh, I find a big difference between something that challenges you that you really hate. Because that's not a challenge. That's just something you don't want to do. It's just torture. It is. It is. It's just forcing yourself to go through something and that's not challenge that's just settling but if something that you love you something you do that you love and you've come to a point where it challenges you don't that's don't just stop you know you have to remember how much you love it and how good it's going to feel when you get to the other side of that challenge Mm. you know so what's your challenge at the moment? What are you doing? It's going to sound weird, but dancing yeah. is a big one. You know, I, I'm not the best dancer. And I'm pushing myself to try to be confident in myself when doing that kind of thing. And I do want to start saving because I would like to go down to Wellington, mm. which is about four hour drive from my house. Um, down south yes and that is a big city full of the arts and 
you know, New Plymouth. Hey, New Plymouth is tiny, but like it's not empty. It's I was going to say, look at all the stuff so you're doing. Yeah, it's got a load of opportunities. Yeah. And for all I know, I might stay here for a little bit longer and try something new. But what I would. About Australia? Would you like to go to Australia? No. No? Why? Um, I just don't like it there. You've never been? Yeah, but it's. I just. I don't. I never. It's never appealed to me. No. No. It's got a big art scene over there, I think. Well, yeah, I think it has, isn't it? It's got, Sydney's got a great... I don't think I'd go over there to start from the beginning. I mm. um, feel like if it was on the chain of something, Yeah, you know? like you got offered a part yeah. or something and you could go over there for Definitely. a few months. Then, of course, it would be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. But I wouldn't leave everything here and just start anew there. That mm. would be so difficult. I know someone that did that and they ended up staying over there for two years unable to come home because of covid mm -hmm. mm. because they couldn't travel and that would just i don't know it's it's a long way away and new zealand's pretty awesome Aww. as it is you know new zealand is awesome <laughs> it yeah. is though isn't it hey it is yes it's all there's so many opportunities here you tend to think like oh it's just full of farmland you know and so you feel as if there's plenty of opportunity in New Zealand I think it's getting there it's a lot better than it used to be um especially in my town I don't know about anywhere else but my town is pretty pretty dang good mm. you know considering what they have they're doing pretty good mm. and they're trying to welcome all types of people and all types of passions mm. and it's nice yeah. it's a very comfortable it, it's a very welcoming kind town mm. i would say i'm pretty lucky but i would like to go down to wellington yeah i think i think you'd um big city oh shit oh sorry <laughs> just got you go mad when he's editing this just whacked my hand on the microphone um before i go and i just want to talk to you about just you know the other night when you came in so you're at this school, um, it's called Thespa, mm -hmm. and it teaches the triple threat. And like test, like you just said, you know, you're there for a good chunk of your time every single week. Ten hours a week. Ten hours a week. And you're just putting everything into um, dancing and singing and acting. And they're going to be producing a show at the end of the year, which is the show that we talked about that they're going to be um, auditioning for. It's called Curtains. Curtains, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if, you, if we were allowed to say it. I didn't know if they'd announced it or not. Though. Yeah. The other night you came in and you said you love one of the teachers down there. Um, <laughs> what's she called? Uh, yeah, she's she's called. I, um, yeah, she, I, don't, I don't know if I'm allowed, but let's just call her. I don't know. Jane. <laughs> OK. All right. Jane. Jane's amazing. <laughs> yes, she is. Well, yeah. And um, you came out, you came back and you said, I've just had the most amazing experience. So this girl that Tess loves who we're going to call Jane, but she's not called Jane. Um, she's uh, she's 22. She's 22. Um, she's a contemporary dancer, and she's she's a she's an instructor and and a uh, yeah a teacher. She did this thing with all of us where we had a piece of paper. You tend to think like, oh, this is a drama class. This is an acting school, but like this was something that I'd never actually done. So she gave us all a piece of paper and a pen and she said, right, all of you just go in different parts of the room. There's about 12 of us, 15 of us in the class. There's a big room, big, big um, studio. 
And so we're all laying down on the floor with a piece of paper and she gets us to write down 15 questions such as like, I don't know, what is your biggest insecurity? What is your lifelong goal? Um, And one of the questions was, do you have... Do you have a good relationship with self-talk and what is self-talk? And that like really stood out to me. It was like, oh, you know, this. And we didn't have to share these at the end of the class. This was just for us. And so we could completely honestly answer them. And yeah, it was it was deep. Definitely. It was definitely deep. And it was reflecting. It was a big I don't know, time of reflection for everyone. And we all gathered together at the end. It, this took us about 45 minutes. And we had to, we actually did have to share one of our answers. Right. So did you all sat in a circle, did you? Mm-hmm. We all sat in a circle. And some people went and some people started crying. Um, and it was, it was... Did you start crying? I started crying because I saw someone else start crying Mm. and their reason for crying was actually very heartbreaking. Um, Do you mind sharing what what their reason for crying was? um, Their reason, he's a a boy, he's 14 um, and he goes to an all boys school. It's called Boys High. (laughs) Um, And he was talking about how he gets bullied for having an interest in the arts because it's seen as a very feminine thing to do and he gets called gay every single day and he knows he's not he knows he's definitely not and even if he was it would be fine but he knows he's not and he is upset because he can't enjoy something that he likes because it's not made for a man you know it's a woman's thing and it's very feminine and it's you know, you're dancing around in ballet shoes. Men shouldn't be doing that. You know, that's mm. what it was. And and I, at the end, he didn't cry when he told us that. But it left the room silent and in thought. And then at the end, I turned around and I saw him crying to Jane. And that just, like, seeing a 14-year-old boy cry, it's just... um. Because of something that they love to do. Mm. It's quite heartbreaking. And so, I don't know, you t- you take it for granted being accepted for what you like to do. Mm. And some people just aren't. Something that they love so much that they get m- made to be ashamed of for it. You know, mm. and it's just because of someone's opinion, and it's sad. It was really, really sad. And I always had a bit of a view on this boy. You know, he's he's fourteen. He's at that age where you're just annoying, a bit cocky. You are. You, yeah. you, you, you're trying to be cool, no matter what you do. You're not cool, <laughs> but mm. you think you are. And I always thought, God, you know, oh, I wish he'd just be quiet. He's annoying, you know. But then as soon as I heard him say that, and I saw him crying. It was just like something switched and it was like, I have respect for this kid because he pushes himself and he loves what he does. He loves it and he's great at it, you know. And I've just, 
sort of looked at it in a different way, which I never thought I could. Because I always thought, like, I've been doing the arts for many years now. And I always thought, there's nothing more I can learn in such a deep way. There's a technique and there's, you know, scripts to learn. But to learn how it actually affects people is such a gift to learn in a little drama school in New Plymouth, mm. in an underground studio. Mm. It's, it's crazy. And she's just she was just a contemporary dancer. But she brought this, I don't know, bond with everyone. And it was it just feels like such a closer class now. Yeah. But yeah, that that really changed my perspective. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up because I've got so much admiration for that girl, you know, because to take a room full of, yeah. you know, teenagers and what, what does the age, the age range is from 14 to 22 is 23? Is that 14 to 22. Right. Uh, uh, 23. Yeah. To take a group of people and to open them up like that. I, I've got I've got a lot of respect for her and I've got a, a lot of respect for um, the class mm. that they would sit there and open up like that because it is not easy to do that. Yeah, they could have messed around. They could. But they didn't. And I don't know if this is a, and I don't want to keep being like, oh, yeah, it's a New Zealand thing, but they are very much, it's just encouraged that whole talk about yourself, you know? I don't, do you think or not? Definitely. It's, um, sadly, it is one of the biggest places for suicide, mm. New Zealand. Um, which is which is a big shame because in most schools, actually, you're not allowed to talk about how you feel. You, they call they call it Taranaki hardcore. And if you're not hardcore, I'm strong, and this and that, and then you're sort of like, oh, you're not, you don't belong here. You're not this. You're not that. And it's difficult. I've never actually been to school, but I've seen it in certain places in New Zealand is more popular than others. Mm. And so, you know, a lot of kids end up in fights because they're not man enough or it's extremely common with men in New Zealand. Mm. Um, certain culture, I guess. And it's sad. It is sad. Yeah. And that's why I think the arts are being introduced in such a big, I don't know, a big light in New Zealand. It's because the arts is something, is a place that you can be free. You don't yeah. have to be anything if you didn't want. You could be a tree, mm. Mm. <laughs> you know? Mm. You can be anyone. And, a, and that's why the arts are so special is because you don't have to be yourself. You can be someone else for five seconds mm -hmm. and it can feel like the best thing in the world. Doing that um, reflection the other day at, at, at your drama, you know, on the floor there in the basement. Do you think that helps you as a person to open up like that? And Yeah. Someone wasn't opening up. What, in the group? Mm -hmm. It was the last person and they weren't opening up. And it felt weird. 
because everyone else had just shared everything. Mm. And it wasn't the kind of thing where it was like, oh, thanks for not opening up. It was like, wow, this person must really be struggling. Mm. Because it's actually harder to stay concealed when everyone around you is open. Mm. But if everyone's concealed, it's fine. You know, you can just hide behind everyone else, but you're on your own in that room and you're like, no, I don't want to share. Bring some more attention to yourself. Mm. And eventually she, they did share. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was a lot. It was barely even four words that they said, but you could feel it was needed to be said. Mm. And yeah, it was an experience I'll never forget, I don't think. And mm. I don't think it will ever happen again. But I'm so glad that it did happen. Yeah. At yeah. the age that I am. Yeah. You know, definitely. I didn't have to. to yeah, I didn't have to pay $23,000 to go to a university to be in that situation. Mm. It's just a little class in New Plymouth, and I learned more than I could ever learn in a year. I don't think, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Uh, do you know what? I could just. I I love this topic and I could talk about it forever because kids and, you know... Um, Passion. Yeah, and just your emotions and your feelings and because we I was talking on the group, you know, we've got that private group and everything about New Zealand and I was talking... They love talking about their kids, obviously. We all love talking about our kids. And this woman, Ivory, she said... That's a cool name, isn't it? Ivory, imagine being called <laughs> yeah. Ivory. She said... I know you're supposed to, you know, be really annoyed at the teenagers of today. And it's, it's, you know, that's what everyone says. Oh, my God, bloody teenagers. They don't know how lucky they've got it. And she said, but I, I've got so much respect and so much love for teenagers of today. And I, as I said, I agree. And it's just it, it, it's that thing of of watching you all grow up in a time probably the time the hardest well I've never known a time like this so I wouldn't have liked to grow up like this and and you know and it's the whole social media thing it's the whole not knowing your identity and everything mm. else that comes on and all the rest of it and the pressure and to succeed and successful and then you know and so when I hear stories like that that you've just shared I want to go and give that girl Jane a huge hug because god you know you just should meet her she's lovely <laughs> yeah i'd love to meet her and i'm actually gonna probably send her a message now after this because it's just made me realize and you know how what a fantastic job she did like you know mm. um but yeah and i i've just i've just i just want to say like you know that it's just you're doing a good job you know you are doing a great I job think everyone needs to hear that yeah <laughs> no matter how old you are no that's right yeah you're all doing good so maybe next time we can talk about, because I'd love to go deeper as well, and I'd love to talk to, because um, I know Finlay, your boyfriend, <laughs> he's also into the arts, and I'd love to talk to him about that. He's and got a just, good story. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. all right, Tessie. <laughs> so, and uh, we'll, should we do like a, a part two about, like, well, maybe we could record it from Greece, and you could be like, oh, what, <laughs> what it was like to fly, and you know, what it was... How you felt about coming to Greece and yeah, that would be really good, wouldn't it? Yeah, bad right. audio though. <laughs> no, because it's going to be like this. We're going to oh, take nice. our microphones. Okay. Okay, darling. Well, just want to say thank you as always. And oh, um, thank you for having me. <laughs> all right, darling. 
Okay. Right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hello.